Welcome back to the Primo Podcast. I'm Adam. Hey, it's Mel. And I'm Carter. And we're back today, and... And it's a sad day in U.S. history. Um, last night, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away from her battle with cancer. Cancer. I don't know how I feel about it. It's pretty... It, it was a sinking feeling for me. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but she was quite the hero for women and just equal rights for all people and uh it it's just like kind of disheartening to to know that she's no will no longer be with us yeah it's definitely i i know when i saw it like i was um i was eating dinner and i was on instagram and i was scrolling around and i, I saw it and i was like oh, like i immediately had that like sinking feeling of just like it is sad it's a horrible thing but like we knew like how she's just been fighting all year trying to make it to election day and like we knew that it was just coming and it just sucks that it happened you know it's just kind of sad because yeah. she is that like you said that iconic figure yeah um, for everyone really like she's really like it's pretty incredible mm. what she's done and um it's just one of those sad feelings like it's kind of like honestly like kind of like to relate it back to this year like when kobe died like even if you didn't watch basketball just what he did as a player and as a person like you just know like it's just that feeling of like that was a good human that went away today. Exactly. Right. It's just sad. And she's been battling cancer. Very long time. Yeah. A very long time. Like over a decade, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she got it several times. Yeah. Different kinds. And she's one of the longest surviving pancreatic um, cancer patients. Uh, she had lung cancer. Wow. Um, and like... Meanwhile, doing her job so... Yeah, I mean, a very stressful job. Yeah, like yeah. almost effortlessly. You know, mm-hmm. sh- damn, she was, she's a true rock star. Yeah, and it's not like she was young either. She was 87. Like, she lived yeah. a long, yeah, good she, life. Like, yeah. she, she fought Is for a, a long time. Like, it's yeah. like she was like for 60. Anyone in the audience um, that's that's learning right now, I'll say that uh, I didn't really know much about her or how much of a badass she was until, uh, you know, doing a little research last night. Uh, Carter called me immediately when he found out and literally every time she got cancer and when she was pregnant, like she was on the job the whole time, like during treatment and like right before she had her kids, like... So she was very committed to her work and from someone that's kind of more recently introduced to her, just an amazing human that you should definitely check out if you if you don't know much about her life. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that she did that like isn't mainstream. Like obviously has she has her mainstream stuff, but like there was so many cases that she um like if you look back and you'd be like, How was that allowed? And Mm -hmm. a lot of that is in part because she made it so that it's yeah. not allowed now. Like, wow. have you guys ever heard? This is a very underrated, like, I think, in my personal opinion, one of the most underrated cases in U.S. Supreme Court almost history. It's a, it's a search and seizure one. Have you guys ever heard of Safford? Mm, um, United, maybe. Uh, Safford Unified School District versus Reading. I remember reading about Reading. It, it's, it is, it is, yeah, it's relatively famous, but, like, it's not, like, one of the ones that's talked about with her legacy. She wasn't the majority opinion, so, like, she wasn't the leader of, but she was behind the scenes, apparently, like, one of the big activists for this one. If you don't know a lot about the case, it's about, so a school, mm-hmm. um, this was in 2009, by the way. I did a read about A school made a girl strip down oh, to her yes. bra and underpants so that officials, officials could search her for drugs and stuff and just, like, and check and see if, like, she had drugs on her. And now, like, that was, like, a big ruling that that was, like, very unconstitutional and, like, she was a big 
like advocate for that behind the scenes. And that's one that like you imagine today. If like say you send your daughter to school and they do that, yeah, like how ridiculous infuriated you would be. A big reason why that is because this law is now in place of like yeah, that's like yeah, because you can't touch kids, you can't like yeah. She was like, thirteen years old. Discipline them or anything. It's that's just one of those underrated cases that I at least remember. Wow. And then obviously she has like the Roe v. Like there's a bunch of very important cases that she sat up. Yeah, and I and I love like reading about her tactics, her strategy behind um, how she won her cases. Yeah, um, she would very smart. It was a pro- yeah, it, it was you know this this job is it was very male driven, and she wanted to show these guys that because of the inequality, it also affects them. You know, yeah. there's this one case where. Um, this man, he had a wife, they were having a child, and his wife died during childbirth. And the law stated that only the widow could receive the benefits from the other person and not the widower, and he was the widower. And um, he couldn't get any of the benefits yeah. from his his deceased wife. And he was, she was like, look, like he's wow. in this position, and he can't help his child, and he can't you know, continue on. And she would, and like that made them realize. And that was all because of the way that she worded it and how she just defended her, you know, her stance. And it's like, Hey, like it works both ways. It's not just against us. It's against you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she mm-hmm. was truly an advocate for um, equality and uh, yep. you know, where some people may focus on like an us versus them kind of stance she was like from from what i read about her it was constantly like no like look i'm i'm saying like women don't have are at this disadvantage because they're not equal in these ways but also men are not equal in these ways and we need to fix this it's kind of fucked up in a few ways that we're just discriminating people because of gender for no other reason than that's how it has been or they're was some prior like power structure in place it's affecting both sides can we talk about that you know yeah so super cool did you guys know that the dean um of harvard invited her and her female classmates when she was when they were in law school to dinner and he said why are you guys taking up spaces yeah i read that (laughs) and i was like that's such a cringy move that's crazy uh yeah she, but i mean and but like, this girl was like i'll show you i'll yeah, show it's you like why. uh <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <exactly>. why. <laughs> and that's what makes her so iconic and so like revolutionary that is that she didn't care yeah. what people said she was going to do what she wanted and it didn't matter what her gender was it didn't matter anything it just mattered her she knew her beliefs and she knew what she wanted to fight for and she was willing to do yeah. anything mm. to fight for that and that was what, yeah. and that's why she was so successful. You have to have that attitude to be that. Yeah, successful. I mean, she was like some of the things were super power moves that she did, and like mm-hmm. going to school. Like she was in law school, like while like after she had her first kid, um, and was working yeah. her way through the courts and just constantly getting promoted. Her, um, mm-hmm. her husband Martin Ginsburg was also, um very successful in what he did something law related i don't know if you guys know but i think he was, i think he was a tax attorney or something they, weird like that. i don't know if, i they think seem I'm like almost, a power couple I'm pretty when sure I was tax reading about him oh they definitely kind of yeah yeah and that's what's sure. very cool about that is that like 
going off what you said, they were a power couple. Like, talk about a 50-50 or, like, I don't know if you guys ever seen the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. No. No. Well, in that movie, and just from, like, you just know, it was depicted, like, he was, like, a lot of people were, I don't want to say, like, ripped on him, but a lot of people were, like, whoa, why are, like, why is your wife having this much power? And, like, mm-hmm. he was one of the best, ad- he was probably the best advocate Wow, that is so like, awesome. Oh, yeah. He pushed... He pushed her harder than anything, and, like, he would never, like, he always gave her the chance to, like, always be something. And, like, no matter what people said, like, when people were like, wow, how do you feel like your wife's more successful? Yeah, remember, this is, like, the 70s. Yeah, like, this is not, yeah. like, even sooner. Right. This is not, like, today. So, like. Martin fell in love with her intelligence. Exactly. Yep. And he always pushed her to be the best. And, like, he never was like, oh, you're the wife, like, you have to do this and this. Like, he yeah. always was like, you do what That's you want awesome to do, and I'll be there to support you. And that was just, it's a very cool dynamic that they had. And the movie depicts that very, very, very well. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't, I can't remember mm-hmm. the exact name of it, but it was a very good one. And good cast. Uh, good movie. I will Google uh, Ruth Bader yeah, Ginsburg it, film. It, it, just depicts, <laughs> it just depicts that relationship really well in a way that, like, we've just heard about. But, like, that kind of see it, and you're like, wow. Yeah. That's very cool. But to go back to what Adam was saying, you know, her going through school and work and raising a child and also taking care of her husband who had cancer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he you had know? cancer yeah, too. I, yeah, I can not imagine like that bond they would have like with her having colon cancer and later pancreatic and I'm not sure what he had, but, like, I mean, that's going to be pretty intense to know that both you and your spouse are, like, dying of something really intense and fighting that together. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Did they have it together? I can't remember. Did she have it when he had it? I don't know for sure. I also don't know. I can't remember. But I'm certain they must understand each other to an extent. Yeah, no, she definitely understands yeah. it. No, yeah, I was curious. Yeah. That would even just add another layer to it. Like, jeez, come on. Like, how much hard can it get for these people? Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I know. Yeah, but the whole, like, everything that she did for that was very cool. And the whole judiciary system in general is just a very, it's a very interesting system because, like, as I'm assuming you guys know, like, when you get elected as justice, you're there for life. Not Nobody can take right. you out for, I, I don't know for sure, but I think for almost any reason they can't take you out. And that's supposed to be, the reason why that's in place, no matter it was, like, written in the Constitution originally, is that it's not supposed to be... You're not supposed to be persuaded by um, having to be reelected in your yeah. decisions. Right. So you know how, like, the Senate and the House now, it's a running joke that every two years, like, you get into office and you immediately go to the boost, like, to the boosters and, like, start. For the House of Representatives? Because you're only in there for two years. For House and Senate. Okay. Because they're both two years. So you go in there and you just immediately go over to the campaign. And I think start it's campaigning. You don't really two do much. for House, six for Senate. Is it? I thought it was two for both. Maybe That's it's what this infographic has that I'm looking up on Google. <laughs> okay, so it's a running joke in the house then. <laughs> it's yeah. a running joke in the house that you get into the house and you immediately have to go campaigning again because um, it's such a short span that like it normally takes two years to win an election. Like you have to do a lot yeah. to win an election. Even presidents, it's, you can feel them doing that in the second oh, yeah. half of their first oh, yeah. presidency. Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. And so that's why, and that's so that's in short terms the reason why. That's the case. That's so it's just so you just give your unbiased opinion. You don't have to worry about being reelected or people's opinion. Like you just you do what you think is right. Hmm. It's facts. Yeah. yeah. However, it's, that's it's, not it's, really it's, normally the case. Normally, it's still you stick to party lines. It's not normally. There is sometimes like Justice Roberts has been good, and some other ones have been good at like for big issues, like knowing when the right thing mm-hmm. to do is. 
Um, yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's what's more like it. Your morals are are, are what's driving yeah. you to to vote in any direction. It's what exactly. you personally believe. Yeah, you know, and that's why she was like so freaking awesome because it's like, hey guys, like what you're saying is not yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and, and her whole life shows that, you know? Oh, like, yeah. look at, like, what she's done for, you know, like, the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, there was this one case she was in. I can't remember the name at the top of my head. But um, basically, it was the argument that the reason for marriage is to create life, you know? And she, her answer to that was, let's take a couple 80-year-olds who are in love. Um, do you think that they're going to create life at that point? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the answer mm-hmm. is no, but that's the yeah. point. It's like no, it's it's not just for the creation of life. Wow. No. Yeah. What do you What are you going to say about that? <laughs> let these two yeah. wed because they're yeah, eighty. You're, you're thinking of it from like, I don't know. In that case, someone who was arguing contrary to that would be thinking of, I don't know, themselves personally or a younger demographic. Yeah. Obviously, not being inclusive of the- exactly like spectrum of different people that could love each other so yeah she yes. she was very good at seeing okay this doesn't affect me but i can see how it affects yeah. you and yes i can yes. give up I and mean, it's not even like giving up a freedom it's just like i i can see why you think this should be a thing i see how this affects you it doesn't affect me but i feel for you so i'm gonna fight it's for perspective you exactly she was very good at putting herself in the shoes of other people yeah. Which is something that a lot of people in general, just not only just Supreme Court justices, but like a lot of people in general in the world are, it's not easy for people to do and it takes time for people to do and some people just are better at it than us. It's honestly, it's weirdly, I think partly like a skill. You just have to work at it, practice at it, and eventually you'll just be better at realizing like, oh yeah, okay, you feel this way and that's right. why I should also feel this way because it doesn't necessarily affect me, but it's affecting you a great deal. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's a skill yeah. that you learn and you develop and you can better at as you just develop and mature and stuff. In some cases. <laughs> wow. But whatever it is, it's something you gotta work out. And she was just very she was just naturally good at that and Yeah, which what you oh, need, yeah. like oh, in yeah. the highest decision makers in the land, you know, you need people that think like that, that can think of yeah. what it's like to be someone else and um how things change over time. I just want to read a quote real quick from mm-hmm. uh, Oberfell versus mm-hmm. Hodges, 2015. That's, that's yeah, the, the big, big um, ban on same-sex marriage. And Ginsburg was quoted saying, we have changed our idea about marriage. Marriage today is not what it was under the common law tradition, under the civil law tradition. And that's pretty much goes right against People arguing, well, it's always been like that. That's how it is. Yeah. So that's what it right. is. And she's like, uh, no, things change mm-hmm. over time. So we have to change the laws accordingly. That was even a thing that was in the like founding fathers, 1776. That's why amendments aren't a thing. They knew that it wasn't going to be the same forever. And that was actually a thing that was very cool by them that they did then. Obviously, they had no, uh, they had no idea what it would ever become. Mm-hmm. But... That's why George Washington hated political parties, he hated the division, and he loved the idea of amendments because amendments are ways that when the world changes, the Constitution and American way can change with it and become – keep people's freedoms intact. And Which is good That's foresight. why it's, – it's very good foresight. It's a good thing oh, they did yeah. that because you imagine if we couldn't alter the Constitution. Like look what the – imagine what the U.S. would be like today if it was, the Constitution was exactly the same as it was 
1776. It would be a weird and scary It'd be like world. like the Bible or something. Just <laughs> <laughs> kidding. But yeah, so like it, it was good foresight on his JK. part to be um, <laughs> not really JK, but JK. It was good foresight on their part to do that. Not that it's been enacted very well, but it takes a lot of time for people to realize that change is happening, that we need change. Mm. But right, but, but she held her legacy well, and exactly, she. I mean, what what else could you say? What else could you? Yeah, say? she's you know? really she's one of those she's one of those few people in politics that both sides. It's tough to say bad things about her: Republican, yeah. Democrat, Independent. Libertarian, yeah. Green Party. Nobody really has anything bad to say about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Sure, so, she's made some. She's had some calls that were like mm, she had, some, but she had a lot more great ones. And right, it's tough to really be like, oh, she was a horrible person. That's why you see nobody doing it today. Literally, mm-hmm. nobody. Yeah. unless they're an asshole. But <laughs> yeah. not many people can say that. She was very time. respected. And, very respected. You know, she holds a very. Uh, it, whoever's coming next has a uh, big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill, and yep, um, you know that's kind of up in the air right now, and everyone's a little nervous as to what's to come. You know, they're very quick to to wanting to, to fill the seat. And, yeah, it, it um, adds it adds another layer to this election, an already complicated election. Mm-hmm. Just adds another layer of what yeah. we stand for as Americans. It definitely does, and I mean that's why it's really important for us to start. De- Get registered to vote and, and get yep. out there and and think yes. about what's right for you and your exactly. family. Um, and if no one knows this, Virginia has already um, opened up their early voting, and that started yesterday, the eighteenth of September. So you can go in and and vote early. Like, how does that yes. work? It's a little bit harder because it's not all, all the polling places are open. You have to look up in your area to see where you can go and vote. But that okay. is the idea that you can vote early. If you're not um, in the state, you know, you can mail in. Um, mailing vote- voting is also a thing that we have to do early on because do you know how many days it takes to get your ballot in if you're using the USPS? Also, uh, heads up, if you do do the mail-in, I tried it. Um last year i believe or whatever the most recent um election was that you could do that and i had some issues because i signed up for it and then i thought like oh i'll just you know what i'll just actually i changed my mind i'll just go vote in person which you cannot do Mm -hmm. you like have to yeah submit Mm -hmm. the paper that they gave you because that's like a loose end that has to be accounted for so then they end up letting me like go home and get that and then both of us there acknowledging that I was not using that and then vote in person at the booth. So um, if you do that, then follow through with that. That was just something that I didn't know about. um, No, that's very smart because that's something that someone can easily do. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to, I'll put mail in just in case, but I'll go to the poll. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So they really want to like take, take it very seriously and accounting for that vote and that document that basically equals your vote. And another important thing to remember, too, is with voting and stuff is if you live in a state like New York, for example, where most likely the Democratic candidate's going to win or Texas, most likely Republican Democrats, the Republican candidate's going to win. Like, don't think that your vote doesn't matter because there's still a lot of local stuff that can completely change laws that you face and laws that even the country face. Like, mm-hmm. like the local elections, like your local congressmen, your senators, 
stuff like that is very, yeah. very, very important. So like, make sure you're informed on that, on their policies, on what they stand for. Don't just go and pick a random name because right. you don't know what they stand for. Which so everybody knows what Biden and Trump stand for. Yeah, because that's the most, the one that's actually really directly <laughs> affecting you. Yeah, they're they're directly um, focusing on you. So yeah, I just I just wanted to get that in there just so you know that those votes do Definitely. matter. It's not just for president this year. It's for a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're, you know, if you are, regardless of whether you think your state is going to win or you f- like, or yeah. be oh, in yeah. favor oh, of yourself yeah. or there, you're like, you feel defeated that, oh, it's like I'm in a, like a red state or a blue state and I'm the opposite of that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I would encourage that regardless of what your standpoint is and regardless of what your state's standpoint is that you participate in the privilege of of the democracy that we've we've created because it is so important your vote still counts yeah it does count it's it's you it's essentially your way of saying like this is how i'm saying what i want and i participate in this process Mm -hmm. i i prefer someone vote for someone that i don't agree with than to say that they don't care because they don't they're not into politics or whatever and you know different people at different times start voting because it starts affecting them but it always affects all of us and it's it's something that i don't want people to take for granted because we could not have that yeah. you know exactly so so yeah so in yeah. in essence yes go yes. vote yes <laughs> and now a natural transition what's your guys favorite flavor of chicken wings <laughs> Yo, well, before we get into chicken wings i want to say one more thing to to our viewers real quick or our listeners i would say is if you were like me and didn't know that much about what was going on with Ruth Bader Ginsburg right now, um, I just want to thank Mel and Carter for, you know, we we got together yesterday, we were talking about it, talked about the importance, and it's really awesome. I feel I know more about this now, and I really thank you guys for prioritizing this in this that we, this medium that we have a voice on. Of course. So thank you guys. Hey. 100%. You know, this is part of the reason why we do this is to teach each mm, other. Exactly. You know, yep. and, and and soak in the moments that happen in our lives and broadcast that and share it with others. Exactly. Um, chicken wings, classic. <laughs> Hot <laughs> wings. Mango habanero chicken wings? No, I've had them. I just wanted to say something funny. I don't really like chicken oh, okay. wings. <laughs> I was say, I've never heard of those, but they sound delicious. No, they're, Carter they're good. Carter whipped around if you like so quick. Habanero. I do like habanero and I like mango. Like I like that sweet and spicy combination. I definitely like the classic. I uh, am also a big fan of like dry rubs or like a oh, parmesan yeah, garlic bay. rub. Oh, Is it Old Bay? Do you guys oh, like the Old yeah. Bay? I don't I've never had, had Old Bay the, ones. I think there's enough hurdle. Old Bay stuff around here that I typically get like a seafood <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do love Old Bay as a flavor. My speaking of the Italian garlic, my uh, the pizza shop I work at has a flavor that mixes barbecue and Italian garlic, and it is so mm. it's so they call it oh, Gorby. That just it, hit my mm. taste buds in my brain. I was like, <laughs> Dude, it it's amazing. They are to die for. That's I don't I don't know if it's my. I think I don't want to say it's my favorite. My favorite is actually a weird one that you may have not had. You may it's like I actually haven't had I wings call, in so long. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a secondary flavor. 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 <laughs> flavor. It's a flavor. secondary flavor. 
<laughs> but it's um honey mustard. Mmm. I love honey mustard chicken wings. They might be my. That favorite. sounds really good. I love honey mustard. I always get the classic ones. Like I never yeah, want it like mild, medium, off. or hot. Yeah, I just yeah. want. Oh just... yeah, I have to get the classic ones every time. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. definitely get classic, and I get a special. I normally do like depend on how many people like you 10 like or 20 half it of the up. Classic. Yeah, half it up, like half of the classic, and then half either like. Yep, I'll definitely take yeah. advantage of that option. Yeah, yeah, because sure. you always want those generic ones as like I don't want to call them palate cleansers, but they're a good little one like when you're trying to like escape like the sweetness mm-hmm. of like barbecue yeah. or something. They're a good little like yeah. spicy heat mix to mix it up. I started liking blue cheese because of wings. Oh, really? See, what's yeah. crazy is people like my family is all obsessed. Like they'll get like three extra blue cheeses, and like they'll just. Ew. They're, they're, chicken wings just become blue cheese wings. Like They're just ew. like chicken and blue cheese. And I'm like, how do people do that? But when I'm on phones and stuff... How many times can I say ew? <laughs> yeah, I used I'm to not like it. Stuff, um, I get that off. You know what made me want to like it? What? Have you guys ever seen Snow Dogs? No. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Um, I shoot. Have. The, that? I, f- I forgot oh the black God. guy's name, but he gets separated from his father and he goes to Alaska for the snow dog competition or something. And anyway, they figure out like, oh, we're definitely related because we both love blue cheese. And I, I used to like, <laughs> yes. as a kid, think it was disgusting because you could literally see the mold. Um, and they're like, they're like aggressively, competitively eating the blue cheese. And they're like, I love blue cheese more than you. And he's like, no, I do. And they're like shoving their mouths with it. And I was like, wow, I would love to share that. Maybe I just want to share that moment with my dad. But... <laughs> I was you like, just slide, you just like, thro- like toss over like dad. a container of blue cheese at your dad. You want to go ham on this blue cheese right now. But <laughs> later that uh, came out as me wanting to learn to eat blue cheese. And now I actually genuinely enjoy it with a spicy wing. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I love ranch, but I try to push myself. I'm not a big to ranch. The blue guy. cheese. Oh, I love ranch with my oh, wings. Oh my God, yeah. And on I pizza. Love that. Yeah, and Dipping on pizza. that first tip of the pizza slice. In the- <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, you guys are crazy. No way. Oh, I would have just- you ever been to middle school, I Carter? I you're the crazy one here. <laughs> I may yeah, be the crazy one. You sound- maybe it's a northern thing, eh? See, maybe it is a no- northern thing. No, it's here definitely not a northern thing. Let's just associate this with your thing. region of origin. <laughs> Everybody loves blue cheese here. Pineapple on pizza? I don't yeah, mind it. I'll I never like order it. it, but I don't mind it. You know, Love you want to order it? I would order it. Yeah, I don't know how that's become a controversial thing. I think it's like, I don't, yeah, know I don't think it's bad. People just like to fight on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would never it. order it, but I, I mean, I'd eat I it if there was a slice. It. I, it's not my favorite pizza, but like, I'm, I don't spit it out. Like, I enjoy the taste of it. How, uh, is, like, how hot is too hot for you guys? Like, what is your spice? Whatever my colon can't handle. <laughs> It's is funny, it? cause, yeah. <laughs> Carter's like every time. Apparently, it was too much. <laughs> I overdo it though when I do spicy stuff. Like I either I go no spice or it. full spice, and my colon regrets it every time. Uh, for me, it's like I I like the mild. Like I just go for mild because I'm like I just I want my mouth to burn, but I just I, like I want to enjoy my food too. I like yeah. a good heat. That's why I also like um, Thai. Indian food. Mm. There's oh Americanized versions of those that are not that spicy. But <laughs> if you go to one of those restaurants and they're like, "Do you want like, like mild, hot, 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 or Indian hot?" Then you're like, <laughs> "Fuck, this place has legit food." Because yeah, I can never go. There's no way I could survive Indian hot or Thai hot <laughs> because yeah, they're like, I can do 
and the medium and the hot hot like range in those type of restaurants and then any american restaurant i can get like pretty much the hottest thing and it's not going to be okay because i i like the heat because it gives That's it a like good palette an intensity but you're not like um you're not like putting sodium or fat or other <laughs> yeah, things that like yeah. aren't, aren't be good aren't good for you and you can make it as hot as possible as much as you no, can take sense. and it doesn't really affect the nutritional value it's just the experience changes um yeah so yeah we love crying <laughs> I love how it feels. Yeah, I don't know. I like a little kick from heat, but I'm not like someone that I want like my whole mouth to just be on fire. Yeah, like I like a little heat kick, like but I don't want it to be there forever. Like I like red hot. I put I dip something like I'll put red hot on some pizza sometimes or something, but like I'm never gonna um That's how I learned the difference between Mexican and Spanish. Oh really? The food. Because I mean growing oh, up, funny. of course, I I had a more clear idea than others of people having yeah. like like, oh, you speak Spanish? Let me not assume that you're from Mexico because I know that Colombians exist because of my family and I know people from right. Spain exist where most people just yeah. lump yes. everyone together by the language. No, um, that's a good point. But I was like, ah, oh, man, I love Mexican food. I love like really spicy like Latino food. And my dad cannot handle it at all. Like, wow, doesn't like it. Like, and and my cousin Carlos too. Like, and I'm like, oh, that's because their palate was more developed in Spain where high heat oh. foods you know is same not... thing with my mom that makes sense it's flavorful of course but it's not heat oh based. that's interesting whereas mexican food is like lots huh. of heat so um i thought that that's really funny and i love both but i do that's super interesting. have an affinity for adam just wants to bathe in the heat just give me <laughs> the sauce and then like just get in like a nice cold shower afterwards if we filled a, uh, a oh, bathtub up with red hot, would you bathe in it? Uh, so the thing with hot sauce, um, as a cold to bleh, as a cold, uh, as opposed <laughs> to spices, is I found out recently that even though I love hot sauce, typically most recipes do have um, a high amount of sodium in them. Whereas if you put like red pepper flakes or chili powder, or something, okay, that does not have that sodium because it's not a solution or uh, it's just the original things but um a good counterpoint to this which is not really related and i'm just diving into a new topic here but do you guys ever <laughs> take cold showers instead of hot and spicy ones mm, so what i do i knew the answer I, would not be a, a resounding yes <laughs> I, I well i've actually recently started um changing the way that i shower i start <gasps> with the with the warm shower because I don't want to be abruptly woken up like that. I don't want to jump in a cold shower. So I start with the warm, and it's actually good because that opens up your pores. And I shampoo, and this then I put my conditioner, and then I put my face wa- my face wash on. And then um, I end it with a cooler shower, and then take everything off in the cold shower because then that closes up your pores, and you feel nice and refreshed, and your bathroom isn't musky and hot. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. See what I do is I um I just take hot showers. <laughs> <laughs> when I the only time I'll ever take a cold shower is if like I'm outside doing work or something on like an eighty or ninety degree day and I'm just yeah. hot as heck and I can't take a hot shower. That's the only time I'll ever find myself taking a cold shower. But Mel, I kind of like you're right. I might have to copy you and like do that you hot start it. and cold ending. I might it's do that. Nice. Like, and it's yeah. better for your hair too. It is exactly yeah. It's like it, with the hot lot. water. It's your your hair is more uh, fragile when it's yeah. hot mm-hmm. so you just cool it down man cool it down 
And it has like an oil around like your roots as well as the surface of your skin that if the water is too hot, it like strips it and dries it out, which I'm mm-hmm. I'm learning uh, mostly due to my like recent dating that there's more to skincare about it. than I knew about. Um, and so I'm trying to be more conscious of that. And the cold, I, by the way, I take straight up cold showers the whole time. But I'm thinking of doing like a <laughs> freak. sandwich. I know it is. It is insane. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of doing more like Mel though, and doing like some hot in the middle for the pores. But I yeah. do like that jarring shock of the cold in the beginning. And honestly, it sucks for like the first week. But I've been doing it for every single time I shower now um, for over a week now. And now I'm more used to it. I I have to do a little pep yeah, talk for myself. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, just, just fucking jump in, man. Just do it. And I go in, and you know when it hits certain parts of your body, it's very uncomfortable. It was <laughs> mostly my back. Like, I hate it going down my back. Um, what specific parts are you talking about? My dick. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start off, like, treating myself uh, in a nice spa. It's nice, it's warm, it's comfortable. And yeah, then no. I want to end up, I want to like end that. up leaving the pool. You feel me? I I completely agree with you, Adam, uh, with you, Mel, and completely think you're wrong adam Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what ding, 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 i have ding, a counterpoint ding. that you guys can both relate to nope have you ever I been to the beach to i refuse is it like bath water or is it kind of chilly at first and then you get the used ocean to it? yeah or the beach what's the-, the ocean is super chilly those are the same thing right? <laughs> no the ocean <laughs> and beach are two different things. all right i'm talking no, about I'm obviously talking thing. about going in the water at the <laughs> beach <I know. laughs> Am I taking crazy <laughs> pills here, or is that not implied? <laughs> but like, uh, I don't no, like definitely going. Cold. I don't even like swimming at the beach because I get no, cold I hate, easily, and I, I have, don't like, swim at the I'm beach. Very, like I'm pretty lean, so I like my heat goes away fast. And uh, Virginia Beach is very warm in the summer. Like, yeah, the it gets, water it is pretty warm. Yeah, I'm the last person. I just like dipping. I don't go. I just there. like dipping my toes in. I don't really like. I don't like salt water. I don't like how. It feels sticky to me when it's on my skin and stuff. Oh, salt I don't water? Like it. Sticky. Yeah. Well, that's why I love going in the ocean and then jumping off, rinsing off in the bay. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, not everybody has a bay in their bay. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying to flex or anything, but the nature of the environment here. <laughs> uh, that's like my routine with Mav, my, uh, my chocolate lab. I love swimming in like dip. bays or lakes or anything. I'm not a big fan of the salt water. I can do chlorine, like it's fine, but I would prefer like lakes. I like the bay and like grosser. lakes because you can like go in them and I don't necessarily feel like I need a shower after. Yeah, no, I feel like. Oh, you don't? Yeah, no, I feel I great don't. with just you going should, in the bay. You should, but I don't. Mm. <laughs> I was like, hmm. <laughs> like a Minecraft like, I'm going to disagree hmm. with you. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get out of that water, I'm like, you you can smell it on your bathing suit. It's oh, nasty, I, uh, man. I kind of like it. The bay is a different beast. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bay boy now. The bay is a different beast, though. I'll give I'll give her that. The bay, you kind of smell more than you like if you're just going in like a lake. Like we have a bunch. Like I have a bunch of lakes near me. Sometimes, when I swim in them, I don't normally smell bad at all after. But bay, you can smell bad. I don't know how long we've been quarantined now, but 
somewhere in the middle of it, <laughs> I started getting up and I've been not as good with my sleep schedule recently, but in the middle of it, I was getting up and biking in the morning and then I would swim Ooh. right after. So I was like Whoa. hot from biking and then I dive in the water and I do some laps. Oh, that's so And then good. that would be like my shower and I just dry off and come up and get in front of the camera and start my meeting with uh, my team. And... <laughs> Um, just like that, you just kind of do a hair flip, and then like, all right, guys, got my no, earphones we, in, and we're good to like, go. Adam, you kind of smell bad on this video. Uh, I don't like, know what it is. You kind of look like you were swimming in some brown water. But no, legit, like a lot of shout out to um, my my team. There's a lot of uh, fitness oriented people on there, so that was not like super out of the ordinary that I just went and did a like bike and a swim thing. Yeah. Honestly, I'm encouraged to exercise more, so I don't feel like left out from the group <laughs> no yeah that's true yeah i would definitely we love positive workplaces that's, yeah that's exactly awesome, that's actually. what's good about it no yeah i i wish i was more active than i was but i don't know well, i don't really feel the need ever to go running or biking or anything it's just not really like my thing i like to do so i don't really ever feel the need Mel, like remember? i'm fit enough oh go ahead sorry no i, I ended it you're actually timed that up perfectly nice. <laughs> well <laughs> Well, look at us. What's up? Uh, so, Mel, <laughs> remember when we did box VR? <laughs> I used to do that yes, in the morning. That like, uh, that's one way that we could, as our primo team, get some physical stuff in. Because you can, you honestly, it looks silly. You can make fun of VR all you want, but doing <laughs> some saber. of those are intensive. Like playing pistol whip. Oh, oh my definitely. god. I yeah, just sweat every time. Oh. Beat, saber. Beat Saber's crazy, too. Yeah, so is, um, yeah so we work up a sweat. We're having a lot of fun. And honestly, with Primos, we are getting into VR, VR stuff. Um, yeah, on Primo our YouTube gaming. channel. So that would be out pretty soon. Yes. Yeah, definitely. We had, a, we had a little test, at least an attempt at like a little test, like getting back on VR and like figuring out how, what everything's new and how to go about recording. So I miss it. You, I'm excited. Yeah, if you don't follow the gaming stuff right now and you have any interest in VR, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have videos out, at least VR videos out. We have we have a couple cool ideas for our first couple VR videos that are kind of fun that like everybody couldn't join. If you don't know anything about VR, they're a good starter of like how it works and stuff. Yeah, that would Hopefully, yeah. those come out not this upcoming week, but like even maybe next weekend or from when you're listening to this next weekend or even that week after following that next weekend. Hopefully, those are when those will be out rolling out, starting to come at least. And yeah. so if you haven't checked out the gaming stuff, go do that. There's also a bunch of other cool content on there. Like we've been playing Fall Guys and mm -hmm. there's a bunch of cool fun stuff on there that if you haven't you like checked the out Peaky yet, Blinders. Peaky Blinders, if you like that show, because yeah. Adam does. <laughs> I love there's it. There's a new episode of that coming out tomorrow if you're listening to this live what? or like the day it came out. And this time I'll actually know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the Primo land and there's a lot of cool stuff to come too. So. If you haven't yeah. checked out all of the gaming stuff, and even if you haven't, if this is the first episode of this podcast you're listening to, go back yeah. and watch the other ones. They're not like they're literally continuous. Like you can really just watch like any at one time. Any There's at no one time. Yeah, we don't have a storyline here. Yeah, so no, no. We appreciate the listen. The we listen bounce. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Huge shout out to all of our listeners. We mm -hmm. appreciate you guys so much. We love doing this i'm i've had so much fun and it's so cool Definitely. to record this stuff and and share it with you all so the feedback keep it coming keep um, it coming and thanks for uh supporting us in doing something that we have had so much fun doing yeah, yeah. you guys tune in tune in next sunday for yeah. a brand new episode and who knows what we'll talk about then yeah we'll catch you sunday peace yeah, see you next sunday
Bye-bye.